Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. And if you know me, you know I love the 20s era. Engage your sense of observation to find hidden clues. Search for hidden objects from the parlors of New York to the sidewalks of Paris and uncover a collection of dazzling hidden object spectacles for you to solve. We're all here because we love drama and thrills, right? Well, this game has the perfect twists and turns to keep your brain asking, what happened here? You can chat and play with or against others by joining a detective club. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it... <clears throat> a real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another Grab Bag episode of Beyond the Blinds. As always, it's me, Kelly Williams. And Troy McKeady. And these three guys have been very highly requested, and they just don't have enough blinds to fill up their own episodes. So this is a three-for-one type of situation we have here. <laughs> I'm excited for this. I think it'll be perfect. And I also, I love when we do, like, these, like, mix-up episodes because it keeps it more, like more fun for sure and anyone listening just so you know it starts with miles teller goes to michael b jordan ends with aaron taylor johnson so troy we're starting with miles teller what is what are your thoughts on this maverick of a man <laughs> you know and i'm not even just saying it because nobody likes him anymore i really honestly never i just never got him like i never got it for him he felt like somebody that they were like trying to force down our throats mm -hmm. like him like him it's like I, I just never really felt it for him I never really thought that he was like that great of an actor like and he's sounds like a complete dick wad so I don't know I don't really like him what about you no I feel the same I guess when he first came out he reminded me of like a young Vince Vaughn which makes sense why you don't like him because I know how you feel about Vince Vaughn <laughs> yeah it's, ugh. um but like I didn't mind him at first and then after his Esquire magazine article came out where he's like asking the uh interviewer to cut his meat for him and I know that was 2015 I know it's been nine years but I'm like that just seems a little much for me 
And like, what was he doing at that time? Like Maze Runner or whatever? Like, <laughs> get the fuck over yourself. Who are you? It's when they were doing the fan, um, the Fantastic Four or whatever that's called. That oh yes, yeah, 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 that one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think Miles Teller, like you said, is someone who's been very shoved down our throat, and it's just happening even more. And I side eye his weird friendship with like Shailene Woodley and Aaron Rodgers, and yeah. I don't know. I think Miles Teller is just a frat guy who wants to be taken like so serious, but like won't drop the frat guy persona to be taken seriously. I get that. I I, I can see that. He does really, you can tell he really, really desperately wants to be taken seriously as an actor. And nobody really does. Like nobody says like, oh, this movie would be so good if he was in it. Or like, <laughs> this is the perfect role for Miles Teller. Nobody says that. When I saw he was in Top Gun, I was like, dear God, his ego. I know. He's like, just what I need. <laughs> so all of those are opinions. Everything from here on out is alleged. And we start in 2015. At an after party at a film festival in the Southeast, things got crazy. It was also random. You had this current B-list, mostly movie actor, who's headed to A-list as long as he can stay sober. He had a really good 2014 and 2015 is promising to be even better for this actor with the Vegas-like name. He was drinking all day long, and by the time night rolled around, our actor was incoherent and kept rambling and pacing the suite where the party was being held. Joining him that night was this always hard-partying, B-list, mostly television actor from a very hit cable show who has never met a party he couldn't get drunk and find a groupie to have sex with for a night. Also, there was this current B-list, mostly television actress from a very hit Almost Network show. At the party, our B-list cable actor would not stop hitting on the actress, and she was having none of it. She did agree to keep going in the bathroom with the actor, and their noses got very big workout. As the actor made one last pass, he went too far, and the actress left the party, so the actor found a groupie and brought her to the bedroom of the suite, but he was completely unable to perform, and the groupie told everyone at the party about it while the actor was passed out. So the B-list movie actor with the drug problem is allegedly Miles Teller. The B-list television actor slash show, Norman Reedus. B-list television actress, Nina Dobrev. And the film festival, this is a throwback to the 2013 Savannah Film Festival. Norman Reedus chasing around Nina Dobrev sounds like an episode of The Walking Dead. <laughs> He's like carrying a machete chasing around a <laughs> party. <laughs> also, Miles Teller better... Thank fucking God for Whiplash because nobody would even know who he was if it weren't for Whiplash. That's so true. Even like he was in that awkward moment when with Zach and you would mm -hmm. think with him, Michael B. Jordan and Zach Efron, it would be a great movie, but it just sucks so bad. Yeah. It's like, just watch these three men on screen. Who cares what the movie's about? <laughs> From last night. This B-list mostly movie actor who was really good looking was not nominated, but his co-star was, and that co-star won. Anyway, our B-lister brought as his date someone who sometimes charges by the hour. He got ditched by her halfway through the show when she locked on to someone more famous. And that was J.K. Simmons, who won for Whiplash. And I guess it would have been like the Oscars that he brought somebody to. Yeah, Miles Teller bringing someone to the Oscars. Except when they are locked in their hotel room at night with all the booze removed from the minibar, this Fantastic Four actor has a studio person watching them on this press tour to keep him out of trouble. 
And yeah, that get ready for a lot of blinds like that. That makes sense. We're now in 2016. White House Correspondence Dinner. This A slash B list mostly movie actor has a franchise. He would have had two, but the movie sucked. Everyone blames him and drugs. If the after party the, the other night was any kind of hint how things are going now with the actor, drugs are still a huge part of his life. It wasn't coke he was snorting, but probably heroin. That's dark. This franchise actor is probably B plus list, but none of his movies really seem to take off. He's in a new movie now, but it's his reputation for boozing that has cost him a role to someone who has an even bigger drinking problem but went to rehab, so everyone thinks he's sober. And that's Miles Teller and Callum Turner, and the movie was The Only Living Boy in New York. We're now in 2017. That B-plus list mostly movie actor who was supposed to get a role he didn't, but everyone knows about now, has always had a substance abuse problem. Where does he purchase his drugs? From the former Almost Network actress who was fired from a reboot before the show went off the air. She is also really tight with the girlfriend of the actor who used to be in the made-up modeling world while trying to get into the yachting life. So that is Miles Teller, Jessica Zor, and Kaylee Sperry. You know, so Jessica in- being a drug dealer, right? Yeah, but know what's insane? The it looks like Kaylee, right? Yeah. It's pronounced Kelly. Oh, oof. <laughs> I don't like that. I hate when people try and jazz up a name. And <laughs> I think that, I'm sorry. I think something that's so strange about Miles Teller is like he keeps telling us he wants to do musicals. Like he was supposed to be in La La Land, but lost to Ryan Gosling. He was uh, Gosling. I'm sorry. Sorry to. <laughs> flashbacks to his episode and he also wanted to be elvis could you imagine honestly him in either of those roles like he has no magnetism like him compared to ryan gosling is like funny right it's a joke and then elvis sir (laughs) stop one of the best movies of the year I never knew the lead actor had it in him because of his constant need to party and show off himself and his girlfriend. Turns out this foreign-born A-list mostly movie actress co-star doesn't like him at all, which has made all press really difficult. The actress went from a hit television show to this movie career, and that's Miles Teller not getting along with Lily James. Quite the argument last night between this A-list mostly television actress from two hit shows for the same television family. Her much older boyfriend helped himself to some coke with the B-list mostly movie actor who had a name that actually sounded like a partial sentence if you put it together. His girlfriend is supposed to act as his sober minder, but she was doing lines too. Our A-list actress was ticked, but will never leave her boyfriend no matter what. So the A-list actress boyfriend being Ariel Winter and Levi Meaden, uh, the A slash B list actor and the girlfriend being Miles Teller and Kelly Sperry. And that was the eighth annual Matthew Morrison Halloween party. My word. Of course, at a Matthew Morrison Halloween party. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I He's think like, coaches don't um, uh, exist here. <laughs> <laughs> I think Miles Teller is a pod wild boy. 
I I can't like prove it, but I do think he's extremely aligned, like with them. If he's not, he hangs out with them enough that he basically is. Mm-hmm. So we're now in 2018, and just a reminder: we don't write the blinds. We simply come do commentary on them. And I'm saying this because I know Kelly Sperry is very online. I know that she loves she loves to Google and loves to talk about Miles Teller. So I'm just reminding people of that. Oh, Lord. <laughs> this blind is from the Oscars. The winner on the men's side for most coke use went to the actor who has won the award many times. He is a minus list and has been a part of multiple franchises. He was nice enough to share, though, with not only his girlfriend, but anyone who asked. And I had a pause throughout that. Because I thought it said, like, Miles Teller had won many Oscars. And I was like, this this isn't about Miles Teller. Then I was like, oh, Coke Award. I get it. I get it. <laughs> he fucking wishes. <laughs> Look for the least known of the final three actors up for a role in a huge reboot to be cast. Apparently, he is the one most likely to drink the Kool-Aid necessary to get the role and to keep us happy. The other two are more well-known and don't have any desire to be associated with the cult. <laughs> I'm sure you know where that's going. So the reboot, of course, being Top Gun 2, the role being Goose's son, the more well-known actors being Nicholas Holt and Miles Teller, the least known actor being Glenn Powell, and of course, the boss being Tom Cruise, and they don't have interest in Scientology. Looks like Miles changed his tune real quick, though. Yeah. Also, speaking of Scientology, I know that I've mentioned it before, but if you guys are not following that guy on TikTok that just stands outside the Scientology Center, it is so entertaining. And it's like crazy how many people they get to come in. It seems like it's mostly people visiting from out of country. For sure. It's a lot of people that don't speak English and the, and luckily he speaks Spanish and like several languages and he's always like, cult, 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 it's a cult, it's a cult. It's crazy, though. I love when he's like, they're children. That's just a child. What are you thinking? And I'm like, no, listen to him. Yeah. And he goes live and just stands out there all night and turns people away. And then the other night he went live and he showed this woman that works like in the front desk or whatever of the, the center. She was literally like 100 years old. She had been standing up there for like 10 hours trying to recruit people. And they had to like drag her out with her cane and like put her in her car because she was so exhausted. And he was like, that's how you guys treat people. This like hundred year old woman is doing basically door to door sales to get people to be a Scientologist. So far, the studio bosses haven't heard. And it isn't like the people of the A minus list, mostly movie actor are going to run and tell them secrets. They do not want the actor to lose this monster role in a long-awaited sequel. Apparently, our actor shoved a drag queen and called him several homophobic slurs because he thought the drag queen got too close to him at a club where the drag queen was performing with others. Our actor had been brought there by his girlfriend. After the incident, he grabbed her by the arm and said they were leaving. She said she didn't want to go and he told her to fuck off and make her own way home. As Miles Teller not having it with the drags. I'm sorry, but I don't know. I can't think of any drag queen that would give a fuck about him. <laughs> or even know who he is. Uh -huh. We're now in 2020. 
There are going to be some issues in promoting the huge sequel to the hit movie from decades ago. Apparently, the star of the first one, who was a permanent A-list mostly movie actor, does not get along at all with the A-list actor co-star. Some things were said about the cult, and that has caused friction. <laughs> so that is Miles talking shit about Scientology, and Tom said absolutely not on my watch. We're now in 2021. It turns out the actor who was beaten owed money to a bookie. Now the bookie also deals drugs, but this is apparently gambling related. I think the A-lister should stay far, far away to avoid any tarnishing. And that's when Miles Teller was punched in the face at a Maui restaurant over wedding dispute. And that happened right when we started Beyond the Blinds. Like I remember us kind of talking about it. Mm. And we got a few DMs saying that the the person that hit Miles is allegedly like super shady with um wedding business stuff. So a lot of people were like, no, this guy's known for like being shady when it comes to late fees or just adding feeds at the end but who knows maybe he's also a bookie as well interesting so he's like a wedding it's like a racket <laughs> he's running a he's running a racket <laughs> this is from pop bitch which two actors managed to conduct a year-long affair right under their partner's noses how did they accomplish this by setting up endless double dates they even arranged a joint holiday together so that is Miles and Shailene Woodley. Maybe that's why he feels like a pot wall boy. Maybe. And he, I mean, he hangs out with Nina Dobrev. And whenever anyone does that, immediately, that's what I think. Oh, you know what? I'm an idiot. I was like replacing Shailene with Nina. Hello. <laughs> Just ignore me. So the actor that tested positive for COVID after refusing to get vaccinated, which shut down production and who will be sent the bill for the missing days of shooting, had another horrible thing occur. His significant other wanted to know about the woman who answered the intercom for a tabloid when the significant other wasn't there. Uh-oh. And that was another thing a lot of people say about Miles Teller is he's very, like, anti-vax. And mm -hmm. he really, like, fucked up multiple sets by not getting his COVID shot. See, that I definitely remember. Re that was, like, one of the COVID things that I remember reading about. Like, the COVID Hollywood things, I guess, if you will. And when you hear that, it's like, no wonder he's also friendly with, like, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, for sure. Oh, God, can you imagine their conversations, like, in private? <laughs> oh, Nightmare blunt rotation. <laughs> Literally. Oh, God. We're now in 2022. This long-distance banking A-list actor slash awful person was being horrible at an event yesterday. Everywhere he goes, he just makes people angry. And that was at the NASCAR Bush Light event. <laughs> and just like that, we have reached the end of Miles Teller's blind items with this last one. This actor, who sounds like a lengthy bank employee, hooked up with a woman who is not his significant other. And um, yeah, that's the final Miles Teller blind item. Um, I'm interested about Kelly, though, because like she's Taylor Swift's new best friend. Mm -hmm. And like Taylor Swift loves to have a guy's wife on her arm at all times. It's just like her thing. And I think if any of them were to break, it would be Kelly. So I'm just curious to see, like, how this all plays out. She does love, like, 
the girlfriend or the wife of some guy. Like that's like her thing. <laughs> I wonder what that's about. I mean, I think we know, but <laughs> hmm. um, yeah. So so yeah. I mean, I think Miles just seems like average run of the mill asshole that I went to high school with, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, he's like almost, he's like not sophisticated enough to be really considered even like rotted. Like he's just like a douche. Yeah. What I mean? Like he's just like kind of a douche. And like you said earlier, he's like a frat boy that like became an actor. And now he like takes himself very serious because his first really big role was, you know, an Oscar bait movie. Yeah. And what's funny is like, I would say him and Glenn Powell are very similar to me, but Glenn Powell just seems so much nicer. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely just seems like a dick. Like he just seems like an asshole. And now we're on to our next man, Michael B. Jordan. My opinion on Michael B. Jordan is I think he's one of the most beautiful men of all time. I didn't watch The Wire, but I loved him in Friday Night Lights. I loved Fruitvale Station, a movie that I saw once. We'll never see again. But I just, I really like him. And I know in the Stoner episode, we talked about actors who are like old school actors. And he Mm -hmm. gives me that. Like something Mm -hmm. about him does feel very old school. And I don't know if it's because of his fashion, how he dresses, how he carries himself. Because he can get like a little messy, say, dating like a Lori Harvey or her drag racing you know those little things (laughs) right but overall I think most people are just like Michael B. Jordan seems like a good guy yeah I love him honestly I have such a crush on him and whenever I think about him I always think like if he had hit like 10 years earlier like if he had been like a big figure when I was like in high school or college I would have literally been ravenous Like, I wouldn't even be able to think straight. I'm almost like, thank God he became famous when I was, like, in my late 20s because I could, like, handle it. (laughs) I'm just, like, he's so beautiful and he's so sweet. And I've only ever heard really nice things about him. And I know people that have, like, met him and say that he's, like, the nicest, most kind, just chill person. And he's beautiful. So there's that, too. So someone that I know allegedly had a friend that hooked up with him whenever he was in Vegas, like he Mm -hmm. was, that was his girl there, but she said that she was treated so well. And Michael B. Jordan would like buy her shoes and buy her clothes and like treat her with respect. Mm -hmm. And we love it. (laughs) You don't, you don't see that much in Hollywood. (laughs) No. So those are opinions. Everything from here on out is alleged. We start in 2014. This B-plus list actor has appeared in some huge box office hits, at least two great television shows and a soap opera. That is quite the acting resume. He also has an interesting way to show you he likes you or you're doing a good job for him. At a party, he went up to a PR person doing some work for him and licked her on the neck in front of a crowd of people. Considering they had barely spoken before that, it was a little awkward. (laughs) I would literally latch onto his body. I would like dig my nails through his flesh. I'm not kidding. You'd koala bear him? Yeah. <laughs> I get too excited. I just start clawing his face. <laughs> uh, we're now in 2015. At an after party Sunday night, this pint-sized former A-list rapper started screaming at this A-slash-B-list mostly movie actor who has a really big film on the horizon. Apparently, he would only kiss her on the cheek and she started yelling at him for not hitting on her. She said he thought he was too good for her. 
The scene she made was epic. Well, normal for her, but epic for most places. <laughs> so this is at the BET Awards. Uh, the pint-sized rapper being Lil' Kim yelling at Michael B. Jordan because he wouldn't flirt with her. He's like Relatable. trying to be respectful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're now in 2016. This B-plus list, mostly movie actor, should have been nominated for an Academy Award this past year instead of the old retreat. In any event, our actor was in a spa the other day to get his entire body waxed. Apparently, the place he used to use closed, or we would have never known. <laughs> okay, what a strange blind item. Okay. <laughs> this closeted A slash B list mostly movie actor should have received an Oscar nod last year for his role in a franchise. Anyway, one of his male lovers is throwing him under the bus and then going back and forth. It doesn't say who the male lover is, but I've only ever heard that he's a homosexual. And if not gay, then at least extremely bi. Mm -hmm. But uh, that's not like public, right? That's not like a public knowledge thing. Like, I feel like Jake Gyllenhaal, like he has rumors about him for years, but I don't think Michael B. Jordan does really. No, I would say it's more of like a, it's like a internet thing. Like it's not, you know, it's like a lipstick alley kind of thing. It's like a Drake thing. <laughs> Very that. And his relationship with Zac Efron is like, you know, I mean, I've I've had thoughts and fantasies <laughs> things. <laughs> <laughs> this A minus slash B plus list mostly movie actor just made things worse with a non-denial denial of some outing comments recently written about him. He ticked off a lot of other men he has hooked up with who now plan to openly talk. They found his comments insulting. So this is from BET. And apparently Michael Jordan, uh, he went to Instagram. And he said, I don't care what you think, yet I'm making a video replying to your opinions. I usually don't comment creep, but you know, shit today, I got time. So look, whoever's angry, bitter, upset for whatever reason, grow the fuck up because karma's real. And I usually take the high road. I usually don't say shit. I just let it roll because people are going to be people. Everybody has their own opinions. That's what the internet's for. They're going to say whatever. On second thought, why am I even giving energy to this shit today? Y'all, my fans, y'all don't need to hear me ranting about some BS. Enjoy your family. Enjoy your blessings. Enjoy the people you hold close and cherish that. Um, I feel like you didn't say anything like too, too bad. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm confused. He just said like, I see you talking shit, please don't. Like if anything, that was like so respectful. <laughs> no. I was like waiting for it to get a little bit more ratchet. <laughs> He's like, be blessed, stay prayed up. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> now would be a good time to let you know that this episode is sponsored by Quince. Who doesn't love the good things in life? Even though I enjoy a little luxury, it doesn't mean I can always afford it until I discovered Quince. Quince is my go-to for luxury essentials at affordable prices. Quince offers a range of high-quality items at prices within reach, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters from $50, washable silk tops and dresses, organic cotton sweaters, and 14-karat gold jewelry. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that are safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. So for me with Quince, I have wanted to have a nice leather jacket in my closet. And I found a faux leather jacket with Quince that I love so, so much. I really felt like it was something I needed to kind of put my style together. And it's nice because I am a jeans and t-shirt kind of gal, but this jacket really elevates my style, I think. Also like Troy, who loves the blankets, I have a few blankets in my apartment that I love to just wrap up, cuddle up with. Quince is really, it's great. So give yourself the luxury you deserve with Quince. Go to quince.com slash blinds for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash blinds to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash blinds. This week's episode is also sponsored by Thrive Market. I'm not really one to make like New Year's resolutions. I feel like the older I get, the less I put weight on stuff like that. But what I will say is that I have made a conscious effort to stop ordering food and to stop like eating unhealthy. But it's so hard in New York to not order food because there's so much stuff around you. The temptation is very much real. And it just got out of control. Like when I looked at how much money I was spending on ordering out and the meals were never really even that good, to be honest with you. It's mostly just like junk and crap. I'm kind of over it. Thrive Market has become my go-to for all my grocery and household essentials. And the convenience of getting everything online then quickly shipped to my doorstep is a huge time saver. I love that Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods, restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories, and I can use their on-site filters to suit my lifestyle needs, whether you're looking for organic kids' snacks, low sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. And as a Thrive Market member, I save money on every single grocery order. On average, I save over 30% each time. They even have a deals page that changes daily and always has some of my favorite brands. My personal favorite being the actual Thrive brand. So far, I've only really ordered like peanut butter and like little pantry essentials, but it's really, really good quality and it's inexpensive. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-to-one member matching program. You join, they give. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift card. Go to thrivemarket.com blinds for 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash blinds. Thrivemarket.com slash blinds. So we're back with the blinds in 2017. We're with Michael B. Jordan at the moment. This A-list mostly movie actor with the A-plus-plus list sounding name should really be careful who he hangs out with. That guy you were hanging out with the other night has got at least five or six celebrities hooked on drugs he sells them, and only one of those celebrities has a chance of making it back. And that's Michael B. Jordan, and it's alleging that Zac Efron gets other celebrities hooked on drugs. Wow. Which doesn't sound like Zac Efron. We've done like (laughs) three episodes on him at this point, I think. Yeah, I know. 
it almost feels like it's like um I know that they're saying that Zach gets people hooked on drugs, but it's like maybe Michael was around like Muhammad Al Turkey or something. Oh, that would make way more sense. You know, like he was getting in that like Zach Efron, which like that is a very dangerous place to be, to be in Zach Efron's friend group. Eek. We're like anything but Zach. Zach didn't do it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is from Blind Gossip. We've talked about this famous girl's fake relationship before. She's now considering another one. And no, she's not going to date a girl. That would be a little too much for her fans to take. She is thinking about an interracial dating situation. She doesn't want a Black musician, but she would consider a Black actor, preferably a film actor. He has to live in a big city, New York, Los Angeles, London, etc. In fact, we hear that she specifically has her eye on a certain under 35 film actor who has been getting a lot more attention from the press for his work that would translate to more attention for her too. So that's Taylor Swift wanting to beard with Michael B. Jordan. He kind of seems like the perfect, um, he's very much like her bearding type. Mm. I wonder if he didn't want as many like eyes on it though. I mean, it seems like a nightmare. I'm going to be <laughs> honest. Like, it doesn't seem very fun. We're now in 2018 and this is another blind from Blind Gossip. Which two beautiful movie actors just ended a hot fling? He's in the biggest movie of the year. She's a stunning actress whose last movie brought in over $100 million. He is more famous than her. They've been hooking up. Since both of them are so good looking and so hot right now, the temperature in the bedroom must be off the charts, right? Wrong. She's telling her friends that he punched her ticket, but he isn't exactly fantastic. They hooked up more than once, but she said that he turned out to be a fuckboy after fucking her two or three times. Yikes. Good thing they have no plans to work together, as that would certainly make for a sticky situation, especially for her. And that was, in the guesses, a lot of people guessed Michael B. Jordan, but weren't guessing, like, the same actress. So it seems like it's Michael B. Jordan, but not the actress. I can't believe we, get, we don't get a reveal on who said that he turned out to be a fuckboy. At first I was thinking of Lupita, but they were both in Black Panther, so that doesn't make sense. Mm. Huh. Well, if anybody has any guesses, let us know. And we are now in 2019, and this is a Golden Globes blind. If you wanted a photo with the A-list mostly movie actor who looks like he will continue to have installments of a reboot franchise, you were going to feel his hand on your ass and were going to get hit on. Instead of outrage, one woman told him she was willing to hook up right then. <laughs> so that's a blind alleging that he will grab your ass and try and hook up with you. What do you do if you're this A-list mostly movie actor who has a rebooted franchise in a famous name? Well, you meet a foreign-born B-plus list model slash yachter at the Met Gala and then take out some cash and spend the night with her. And that's Michael B. Jordan with Victoria's Secret model, Cindy Bruna. This is from Blind Gossip. These actors were two of the stars of a big ensemble movie that did very well at the box office last year. They were supposed to promote their film together at the Golden Globe Awards. That didn't happen. Why not? They got into a fight before the show. Not physical, but verbal. However, it wasn't for the reason that many people think. It was not over who has the better work ethic or 
who was getting more publicity. It was over a woman. They made the mistake of hooking up with the same woman while they were working together. Our actors have been fighting ever since. And that is him allegedly fighting with Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman um, on Black Panther. Wah. Yeah, allegedly those two did not get along at all, which is very sad. That is sad. This is another blind gossip blind item. This cast recently attended an event together. Given that their film was one of the biggest hits of the year, you would think that they would all be happy and thrilled to be together to celebrate their success. Nope. It turns out two of the actresses can't stand each other. They both slept with the same dude. Neither of them knew about the other, but instead of blaming him, they blame each other. By the way, the dude was one of the actors in the movie. So the movie being Black Panther, the actresses being Denai Guerrera in Lupita Nyong'o, and the actor being Michael B. Jordan. It would be so interesting to be on a really, really, really big, like multi-million dollar movie set like that and see who really is hooking up. Because it's like, you could never predict it. Yeah, if anyone here works on film sets, like please let us know because we will never be allowed on a set. No, and we'll keep it super, super, super anonymous. (laughs) We might not even tell anyone. We might just keep it for ourselves. (laughs) Yeah, we may never read it, but just tell us. Thank you. We're now in 2020. The actor, Michael B. Jordan, with the initial to keep us from confusing him with the athlete, Michael Jordan, is spending Thanksgiving with the offspring, Lori Harvey, and her A-list dad, Steve Harvey. But I hope she knows that he spent the night three days ago with another woman. I'm sure Lori Harvey knew what was going on with her and Michael B. Jordan. (laughs) Judging by the nature of the being single announcement by the celebrity offspring, she finally realized the A-list actor with the athlete-sounding name she took home for Thanksgiving was taking a lot of women back to his home, and it wasn't for turkey. So again, that's alleging Michael B. Jordan was cheating on Lori Harvey. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soaps or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with internet's best converting checkouts, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% off all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash blinds, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash blinds now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. 
shopify.com slash blinds. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. And we are now in 2021. I've been telling you since day one of the relationship between this A-list actor with the famous name and a celebrity offspring that he was seeing other people. And that continues to be. If the offspring knows and is fine with it or doesn't know is the question. The other women have been and continue to happen though. I mean, again, he's one of those people like if you date Michael B. Jordan, do you expect that he's going to cut off all sexual intercourse from every woman throwing themselves at him. And again, I don't think Laurie Harvey, Lori Harvey is like a dumb girl. I think she came into Hollywood being like, I'm going to own this bitch. <laughs> yeah. And you can go do whatever the fuck you want. Right. This A-list mostly movie actor with the name so famous he had to add a little bit extra is currently sleeping with several women, none of whom are known by his supposed girlfriend. So again, Michael B. Jordan cheating on Lori. <laughs> and we're now in 2022. The A-list mostly movie actor who has multiple movie franchises and is a serial cheater is cheating on his latest girlfriend who is a celebrity offspring. You'll never guess who. It's Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey. One week, you are on a yacht of a billionaire off the coast of France, sucking face with him. And the next week, you announce the split between you and the actor with the initial to break up the famous name. <laughs> Why is that written so fucking weird? All that to say, Lori, Lori and Michael broke up. <laughs> <laughs> this illiterate, permanent, A-list, mostly movie actor who was an Oscar winner nominee might now have an ownership position in the long-running franchise that he created but the actor with the famous name does. So it should say might not. Okay, I was going to say I'm confused. So Sylvester Stallone does not, but Michael B. Jordan does. That's fucked up. That is. Especially because Sylvester Stallone, like he wrote Rocky. I don't know if a lot of people realize, like, no, he created and wrote that. Do you know that that movie is it's like loosely based on his porn. I didn't know that part. So if anybody listening has never seen um, his porn, Italian Stallion, it's iconic. I'm an owner of it, of a VHS copy. Um, Italian Stallion is Rocky. Like it's, he's a, is a boxer and like, it's very, very similar. And they just made a movie out of his porn. I like it even more now. I know. <laughs> this a actor with the famous name is straight up hitting on yachters now. Just wants easy transactions. Okay. 
okay if everyone's down there's nothing wrong with that yeah absolutely it's what we like beg stars to do honestly it's like in Hollywood it feels like the most like stand-up way to hook up honestly we're now in 2023 this closeted a-list reality star hooked up again with this a-list female celebrity for the first time in a while a couple of years ago they were pretty hot and heavy but it faded away when the reality star was in a quote relationship so that's kendall jenner Lori harvey and michael b jordan and it says in parentheses kendall jenner freeze the nipple and see through top for dinner with Haley." The amount of people that write about Kendall's nip- nipples, it's like, yeah, she doesn't like to wear a bra. We've established that now, boys. Thank you. Everyone's got nipples. Kendall freed the nipple once again. It's like, ew. This pseudo offspring of an A-list do everything just wants a guy who will make her famous. There was really only one guy who gave her that status and he tried to mainly ignore her except to hook up. The new guy wasn't doing it, and she never let anyone know about the old billionaire because she likes that on the down low. So again, that's Lori Harvey, Steve Harvey being the dad, of course, Michael B. Jordan, and Damson Idris. Think about how bad things really could have been if the initialed actor with the famous name had convinced the woman that the woman he was with to orally service him while doing the driving that almost got him killed. So that is obviously post the video surfacing of him crashing his Ferrari or whatever. And yeah, lucky to not have been giving him head while driving. That video was so wild because that crash looked really bad. Yeah. And then he just like pops out like no big deal. He's like, my bad. It's always really wild when like really fast sports cars crash because they look like toys. Like the way that his car was just like, bing, bing. Like, it looked like a pinball hitting all the cars on the side of the street. That's so true. It was crazy. He is really lucky, like, he didn't kill himself or someone else. Because they were drag racing. And that car could have easily flipped over. Ugh. I don't get the car thing. It just, it's not for me. I don't get it either. And I don't get drag racing. It's like, why don't you just get out and compare dicks and go home and go to bed and call it a night? Just go watch Fast and Furious with a beer. That's what you really want to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this isn't Germany. Like you, you, there's stoplights and other cars and people walking like, hello. <laughs> so is Michael B. Jordan rotted? No. He seems very normal. He seems, he seems so normal. Like a normal guy that became famous. And now, you know, he hooks up. That's pretty much it. Like, he seems super chill. Now we're going to talk about Aaron Taylor Johnson, who isn't as chill. Um, And I think it's mostly because of the relationship he's in. Mm -hmm. So I know that people have really wanted us to talk about Sam and Aaron for a long time. They don't have a ton of blinds, but if people listening aren't familiar, just some some quick points. Um, They're 23 years apart. They've been married for just over 10 years. Aaron and Sam have two children together. They met on the set of the 2009 John Lennon biopic called Nowhere Boy, where she was 42 and Aaron was just 18. She was the director and he was the star. Um, Aaron turned 18 very shortly before the filming of the movie. And soon after, Sam left her husband of 11 years 
They filmed the movie and supposedly the day they wrapped, Aaron proposed to her without ever having gone on any dates. He just proposed to her immediately. There were also rumors that Sam was a longtime family friend of Aaron's family, but I couldn't find anything concrete to say that's true or not. But basically, a lot of people say that Sam just groomed Aaron from the second he walked out on to the set of Nowhere Boy. Apparently, they would have like days where they were fighting with each other and really fighting like how couples toxic couples love to act like if you scream at each other that means you love them and and that kind of thing and there'd be days where Sam felt like she wasn't allowed on set because her and Aaron got into a fight the night before mind you Sam is still married well this whole thing's filming listen I've been too burned by Wilmer Valderrama I will never believe that a person is when they say like we didn't date until he was 18 please and what's so crazy is they both hyphenated their names. So before it was Sam Taylor and it was Aaron Johnson. And when they got married, he also hyphenated his name. Jesus Christ. I think the people would be really surprised by how often this happens to, um, to, I mean, I know that people know that it happens to women, <laughs> but like women groom boys on set all the time. It's like very common. Absolutely. And this one is just so like blatant. It's so in your face. Yeah. They I really want people to know. They were like, we are a couple. Do not get it twisted. Honestly, it's like Miles and Kelly. Like Kelly will just be in a Miles Teller interview because she's his wife. And I mm -hmm. feel like Aaron isn't allowed to do interviews without Sam being like off camera. Right. It's so funny because I literally just, I was listening to, this is so random, but I was listening to a podcast with um, Lacey, I forget her last name, but she played Becky on Roseanne. Okay, yeah. And she talked about how on the set of Roseanne, she had a boyfriend, she was like 15, and she had a boyfriend that was a writer that the whole cast knew about for a very long time, and they were openly dating on set, and like, nobody says anything. It's just like, like, it's, like, literally so common. And I always talk about Edward Furlong. Mm-hmm. I mean, even Patrick Dempsey, when he was trying to come up, he married, like, a 40-something-year-old woman. Yeah. Or she was even older, I think. Women are predators, too. Hello. Those were all opinions. Everything from here on out is alleged, and we start in 2014. This B-list movie director knows a thing or two about scandal and publicity, and she was ticked off that the star of her latest movie came to an event with his wife rather than alone as planned, or at least with his co-star. She tried to fix the boring on the film, but needs some help, and she doesn't think that he's helping. So that's Sam Taylor Johnson, the star being Jamie Dornan, and she was mad that he showed up with his wife to the Fifty Shades of Grey premiere. Because Sam also directed those movies, which I think just adds like a whole nother layer of everything. Yeah. <laughs> Can we talk enough about the fifth like we should do a 50 shades like episode i don't have we done dakota we have we did dakota and zoe zoe kravitz oh yeah that's right <laughs> on patreon the 50 shades era is something that is wild to have lived through <laughs> like why is my mom reading this in the living room 
<laughs> like in the bathtub with candles lit. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> and like all the middle-aged women being like, yes, I masturbate. Yes. <laughs> Here's a ball gag. Show me how to use it. <laughs> I want to be whipped. <laughs> We're now in 2015. This director kept her significant other far from this B-list mostly movie actress who was an Academy Award winner nominee at a party in the past couple of nights. Apparently there was a little sexual chemistry between the pair when they worked together on the director and the director was clinging to her significant other the entire night and would not let go of him. So Sam being the director, the significant other being Aaron, um, the A-list actress being Julie Delpy, and the movie being Avengers Age of Ultron. I don't think we talk enough about how hot Aaron Taylor Johnson is. I just needed to throw that out there as we get into the <laughs> lines. Like Aaron Taylor Johnson is one of the hottest men in Hollywood. Yeah, he's literally stunning. Like he's, and the thing about him is like he's hot in a way that feels kind of like attainable. Like he's not like George Clooney or something. Like he looks like he would be a hot guy that would work at like the mall. Oh, I love when we talk about mall people. You know what I mean? Like he would work at like American Eagle or something, but you'd be like, Jesus, look at that guy. He's like that guy. <laughs> We're now in 2016. This one kind of sucks because I really like this actor and his wife. This very good looking foreign born actor is married. He has at least one franchise going. I guess it's not surprising considering he met his wife on a film set that he he's now hooking up with a current co-star who also happens to be married. Oh, okay. So the actor, of course, Aaron Taylor Johnson being married to Sam Taylor Johnson, but allegedly he was hooking up with Amy Adams on set of Nocturnal Animals. I'm also, I'm looking at a picture of them when they first started dating and like he looks so young like he looks like he's going to prom and his mom is like excited for him and I don't want to be mean but like Sam has let herself age right yeah so she just looks so much older like when we were talking about uh Cheryl Cole and Liam like Cheryl Cole still looked kind of like younger so mm -hmm. maybe that's why flags weren't up like immediately but with mm -hmm. Sam like she looks like an older woman yeah, she's giving mother, mother of the child. <laughs> um, we're now in 2017, and this is a article from Blind Gossip. We recently told you about a situation where an, an older industry man is dominating or controlling his younger girlfriend's career. The story offers a little twist on that theme. Friends are worried about this successful foreign-born young actor. His partner is twice his age, and he now parents an entire brood of children. He's thinking of quitting the business. Quote, she's always been like a Svengali to him, starting when he was a teenager and she was his boss. He loves acting and his career should be at peak right now. And he has, in fact, received a dozen offers in the past year, yet he won't take them because she has convinced him that it is his responsibility to stay at home and care for the children, including her children from a previous relationship so that she can go off and work on her projects. It is like she is the mom and he is the compliant child. He does not even think for himself anymore. He is killing his career to please her. By the way, when we say young, we mean young. Our handsome actor is still in his 20s. And then the reveal says this relationship has been controversial 
Aaron Johnson, a young English actor, began filming Nowhere Boy in 2008. The director of that film was Sam Taylor Wood. Johnson was 18 at the time. Taylor Wood was 42. The two began dating. Yes, it raised more than a few eyebrows. May through December relationships are fairly common in Hollywood. What made this one noteworthy is that she was the older partner. She was more than twice his age, and she was also his boss. Aaron Johnson was at the very start of his career. The following year, he broke through as the lead in the movie Kick-Ass. Here's Aaron Johnson with co-star Evan Peters. They both look like literal babies. It says Johnson and Taylor would continue dating, much to the chagrin of his friends and family. Over the next two years, they had two babies together. It was a full household as Taylor Wood also had two other young children from a previous relationship. One of her children is only five years younger than Johnson. Oh my God. The couple got married and combined their names, Taylor Johnson. Sam continued to work, but Aaron Taylor Johnson started turning down jobs. His friends and family were seriously worried. His career just started and here he was married to a woman who was his mom's age, a father of four and sitting out offer after offer. Was he really making these decisions freely or was he doing all of this because he was under Sam's control and she convinced him that it was really what he wanted to do? Of course, Sam insisted that was what Aaron really wanted. According to her, he wasn't interested in being 22, being a 22 year old movie star. He wanted to stay home and raise children. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and then there's a picture of him with the kids and it's just like so weird. And then along with that, there's also this quote from Cosmopolitan saying, we hardly go out now. It's just us. You know what I used to be like? Aaron brought a set of values I didn't even know I was looking for. Family values. He's more grounded. He's been getting work offers, which he turns down because he wants to be here for the crucial beginning months of our child's lives. Sam responds to eyebrows still raised over the couple's age difference, saying, if I gave a second thought to other people, I would be the unhappiest person, probably still in a miserable marriage. People like to talk about it. I'm like, yeah, but it works better than my last marriage. It's lasted longer than any of my friends' marriages. Um, at the time, Aaron and Sam had only been married for nine years. Now it's closer to 11. Rumors surfaced that the couple were selling their house and they were headed for divorce, but the rumors may just be that. Uh, Blind Gossip doesn't have any knowledge of a separation or a divorce. His publicists are not making any comments to confirm or deny the rumors. It's interesting, though, that after all these years, fans still don't approve of this marriage and are rooting hard for a divorce. So... <laughs> Yeah, that that is, that's their relationship. Very sinister. That's very sinister if it's true that like she was like telling this like young boy to like stay home and raise her children and not work. Like that's like insane. I 100% believe it because Kick-Ass was such a big movie. Yeah. And he should have been in a lot more stuff. And I know he does more like indie movies. I mean, he did do Marvel, but most of the time it's more indie. But still, I can't imagine him saying no to stuff. Yeah, I agree. He definitely, there's no way that he wasn't being offered everything. I mean, as much as Evan Peters was. Mm, mm -hmm. yeah. So we're now in 2019. This A-list director allows their much younger A-list spouse to hook up with fans or whomever else the spouse wants to make sure 
<laughs> just to make sure the spouse never wants to divorce. I don't think I've said spouse so many times in a sentence, but that's alleging that Sam allows Aaron to hook up with fans to keep him happy. Yeah, I bet you do, girl. We're now in 2020. Despite the happy faces at a recent event, the relationship between this older director and her much younger significant other is really having troubles. Apparently, the royal had a chance to go surfing with some actor friends from his home country that live in Los Angeles. Apparently, he was told he couldn't go. <laughs> so that's Meghan Markle saying Prince Harry can't go surfing with Aaron Taylor Johnson. <laughs> and it sounds like Aaron Taylor Johnson, like, isn't allowed to leave the house. So. <laughs> so dark. We're now in 2021. The timeline. Timelines are a gossip stable. Was this person already divorced or not? Was this person already pregnant while they were still married? Good management and publicity teams are aware of timelines and do their best to muddy the waters as best they can. To do that, though, you need to have clients who can keep their story straight and not reveal too much in interviews or on social media. One of the best that I have seen follow this party line in a couple involving a director, Sam Taylor Johnson, and their spouse, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Both are foreign-born. The director is significantly older than the spouse. Both are A-list. The story has always been that the couple met on the set of their first movie, Nowhere Boy, together, and love blossomed, and the spouse just so happened to have recently turned 18. Just by chance. It turns out, though, their first meeting was actually about 18 months prior to the shoot, and it was a result of the liaison that the director split with their first spouse, Jay Joplin. I mean, yeah, there's no, like... To me, the ultimate red flag is hearing somebody say, like, what, whatever their story is, I waited until they were 18, I met them on their 18th birthday. Are you kidding me? Come on. Like, nobody believes that. Yeah. In her filing for divorce the second, like, the movie wrapped. Come like, Come on. <laughs> like, did you get advice from Wilmer on how to handle this? Like, I'm confused. We're not that stupid. We're pretty dumb, but we're not that stupid. <laughs> yeah. A couple of months ago, I told you this director who reeled in her actor husband while he was underage and she was in a position of authority over him were splitting. Now they've agreed how they're dividing everything and an announcement is pending. They're still together in 2024, just so everyone is aware. The director who groomed her husband from an early age should have just gone with that vow renewal ceremony to show us all how strong their marriage is. At least that wouldn't leave a permanent mark when they are split by the end of the year. And that's in reference to them getting matching tattoos. We're now in 2022. The groomer slash director should know by now that if you renew your vows, your marriage is good as done. At this point, she's holding on for dear life. And again, that's Sam and Aaron, but they did renew their vows on their 10th wedding anniversary, saying, we are blessed beyond belief. This A-list actor, who is much younger than his wife, had a woman sharing his hotel room while out of the country. I mean, we've established that she lets him do what he wants. <laughs> I don't know if they hooked up while filming, but this married A-list actor is hooking up with this A-list tween actress turned B-list uh, adult actress during the press trip for their movie that they shot. And that's Aaron Taylor Johnson with Joey King, which actually became like pretty big because Dumois posted about it. It got pretty big on like 
Twitter and everyone was basically saying, we don't love home wrecking, but if Joey King wrecks this home, we're okay with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get him out of this insane situation. We're now officially in 2023. If you've been reading the site, then you would already know that the three-name actor has been cheating on his older wife. Yes, of course. And what if it was the wife of the actor who leaked the news that he was cheating just so he wouldn't get the iconic role and would have to stay home with his wife? So, oh, so that's, so he was like up for James Bond and they're saying that she leaked it on purpose. I mean, I could kind of believe that. I mean, based on what we've just learned about her, I could totally see it. Oh, that's so dark. And James Bond would send him into the stratosphere. Yeah. She like, said, you better stay home with these kids. She's like, no, no, you just savages with Blake Lively for you. <laughs> There's bottles to be made. Come <laughs> This three-named A-list actor is married, but on the very down low, sees an actress slash former co-star very frequently. He really needs to break free from that marriage. So again, that's Aaron Taylor Johnson and Joey King and the following blind. This three-named A-list actor didn't need the monthly magazine curse because his marriage is already headed for a split. He can't hide everything that's going on forever. And apparently there's a magazine curse for Esquire magazine, which is kind of funny because we <laughs> talked about that at the very beginning with Miles Teller. <laughs> yeah. Um, the last line basically just says that he cheats still. <laughs> <laughs> the three-name actor, who is not usually the three-named actor in this space, Jeremy Allen White, who often appears in this space, has been spending most nights away from his much older wife. Listen, Aaron Taylor Johnson, it's time to leave Sam. I mean, my God. I I honestly, I knew that this was a thing. I knew that like, they were together, but I just never thought a lot about it. Like I knew she was older, but I didn't know. I didn't know it was like so sinister. Right. Yeah. I had no idea until I, I think I posted like on my Instagram story. I was like, maybe I just need to wait till I'm in my fifties to find someone hot and young. And people were like, don't use them as an example. And when I looked into it, I was like, oh fuck. Yeah. It's, I'll never, ever, you, a suitcase of money couldn't convince me that he was 18 when they started hooking up. Like, I just don't believe that. And it's like, for everyone listening who works in Hollywood, who like plans on dating a child, maybe don't use the like, I waited until they were 18 or we met on set thing. Cause it doesn't land. It hasn't landed since the eighties. Like, I don't get it. We don't believe you. We do not believe you. Us and Mandy Moore do not believe you. And what's so crazy is like, if Sam was the director, she likely... Maybe maybe she didn't have full control of casting, but she likely knew who was going to be a part of the movie. For sure. So it's like, how long were you planning? And oh, yeah, Reddit has a lot of, it's like more rumor type stuff, but there are a lot of Reddit threads about Aaron Taylor Johnson and Sam. And it's that's where I found out about like the fighting on set and making it awkward for everyone on set. Well, 
I don't think that he's rotted. I think that she is. And he is literally, I could stare at him all day. Like, I just want to look at pictures of him for the rest of my life. Oh, I have a fun way to end this. Fuck, marry, oh. kill with these three guys. <sighs> okay. Okay. Well, you obviously kill Miles. That's like easy. <laughs> um, I think that you fuck Michael. Okay. And marry him. Because he seems like the relationship type. That's true. I was going to say marry Michael because Michael is close with his like parents, even in his architectural digest thing, like his parents were there. So that's why I was leaning towards marrying him. That's smart, though. I think I'm going to marry Michael and fuck Aaron and get rid of Miles as quick as possible. (laughs) That's smart to marry Michael because it's like, yeah, that's a good life. (laughs) But thank you guys all for listening. We appreciate you. Please make sure to like, share, subscribe, rate, all those fun things. And we love you very, very much. And we will see you here next week. Bye. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.